0: Hey, guys, welcome back to another... <laughs> Too over-enthusiastic? Great.
1: There's your intro, dude. We got it. Is
0: that too over-enthusiastic? No, that was perfect, actually. Okay. Hey, guys, welcome back to... <laughs> I don't see what's wrong. No, nothing's wrong, dude. Keep going. Hey, guys, welcome back <laughs> Stop saying the same thing, dude. <laughs> How are we supposed to welcome them back if I can't say, <laughs> Okay, Hey, <fine>. guys. Fuck <laughs> okay, it, give me the intro. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to another (laughs) episode of Oddfish. We're your hosts, Rish and Pranav, and we're here to give you another full episode of terrible content, as usual. (laughs) So today we're
1: gonna be talking about defining yourself, because in in the melting pot of America, and even in the melting pot of like wherever you are right now, what you're doing, everybody's looking for that sense of individuality, that thing that makes them them. How do you stand out from the crowd? All of that kind of stuff. So, how exactly do you start to define yourself? Spitting straight
0: facts, bro. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> That's always I fit. I think we do have to. I think we, we have to break up the discussion into defining yourself culturally and like using race, religion, and and nationality versus defining yourself socially. Is that a fair distinction? Um, go on a bit more about how those things would be different. Well, I think that the whole concept of defining yourselves gets thrown out the window right when you hit the first roadblock of stereotypes. Because when you first see a person and you first talk to a person or you're first meeting a person, I think that first impression is absolutely important. But I think it's really tough to go off of what you just see or what you've what you've uh, heard from the person in the first 10 seconds.
1: Definitely. Because it's not always accurate, but we do... We do live in a society oh, where here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we live in a society where everybody's really busy and they're doing stuff. And so we have short attention spans. And so usually you will assume something about a person based on their like first appearance or the first time you interact with them, whether or not you're consciously doing so or not. Right. So it's hard to break through that
0: circle, that, um, yeah, that idea of what you're labeled as. Then again, I think first impressions can define you, uh, whether they do fit into the stereotype or not. But I think the point we're trying to make is that a lot of the stereotypes that are often misguided or inaccurate are based off of race, religion, and nationality.
1: Right, because that's something that you very clearly see when you're looking at somebody for the first exactly. time. Exactly,
0: especially in this country, because like you said, America is a melting pot, so you're often you exposed. Said that. You said that. <laughs> we said that. Yeah, we said that, dude. You're right. Okay, keep going. But I think you're often exposed to a multitude of you know nationalities, different pe- people, people of color, and um, different backgrounds, and pe- where people come from, and all kinds of things. So jumping to conclusions just based on what where people come from or how they look is not often accurate. Yeah, for sure. So um, even though it can define you, you. Yeah,
1: yeah. It doesn't. That's like we're not saying that you have to go against stereotypes or you have to push this right, boundary. Yeah. But uh, we are saying that whether whether you Fit or you don't fit one of those stereotypes. Like how do you how do you convey
0: that to somebody? Right? I think one of the coolest things about uh, I don't want to get into this whole living in America concept but I think one of the coolest things about uh, The people in this country and how they've molded themselves to the society is that a lot of people consider themselves American regardless of where they come from where they've lived, you know, how they grew up What kind of household they were in this whole concept of American is a a generally nationally accepted
1: concept for sure, and um, there's such a broad label on American, right? There's yeah. so many different things that can fit
0: under that umbrella. Exactly, and you, like like you said, you can be anything and still be American. For which sure. Is, um, which is sort of pop culture. Is that sort of like a general, like, I'm American, this is what all Americans do, like the, the bell curve of normality on that? Sure, sort of. sure, sure. Um, so I guess that's where personality falls in. But there's a multitude of ways to define yourself. How, do, how does How does someone go about doing that?
1: Uh, so I think a lot of things can allow you to define yourself, but I think a lot of it is uh, everybody's everybody's taken in their own share of, like, experiences and culture or whatever. So it's your personal, like, belief of how you arrange those experiences to present this facade to people. That's how you can choose to define yourself. Um, so not necessarily everything that you consume is something that you use to define yourself, but uh, but it can be. Uh, so... Can fashion be something you define yourself with? Definitely. So there are categories like, yeah, what kind of how do you define yourself through fashion, what kind of music do you listen to, what okay. do you do in your free time? There's so many different things uh, about you
0: that let you define yourself. I think the the what what do you do in your free time is a big one because it's just here's your routine of work and your 9 to 5 job or or school or whatever else you're doing, but that whatever you want to do outside of that that really like gets your pump gets your blood pumping and wants you to or you want to in, you want to you want to dive into that a lot more than just work i think that's what defines right. you more than anything else right
1: because it's something that is really important to you because you're obviously like making the time
0: for yeah, it yeah, versus yeah.
1: versus going through the motions right
0: what if that thing is something that you've been sort of forced to do like imagine imagine a kid who's growing up and like was forced to play piano but then still plays piano afterwards is that still something that you can cause defining yourself even if you're not doing it like in your own interest it depends on i think how the kid
1: portrays that right because i i definitely do certain really nerdy activities (laughs) that will be remain unnamed (laughs) unnamed for the purposes of this episode but ain't nobody know that about me other than a select few people right so if you do something that doesn't necessarily mean that it has to define you but it can okay so it's just something like you keep in your back pocket and you know you can, Whether or not you want to show everybody that that's something about you that exists is up, completely up to you. I think.
0: Why are there things that people do that they are not comfortable with sharing though? Like if 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 you do something, wouldn't you feel um, like it, it's part of you and you want to define it as something that you do?
1: I think it goes back to the idea of stereotyping, right? It's a hundred percent what will society think about you if you say this? Because a lot of the time, when I say that, like for example. Bringing it back to Kanye, as usual, when I say I'm a Kanye fan, in 2019, that already like turns heads, stirs up controversy, just because of who he is as a person, so a lot of the times when I'm meeting somebody for the first time, I usually won't mention it until I get to know them a little bit better, because Mm -hmm. if, if all I say is, I like Kanye, without any context behind it, that's such a loaded statement that can lead to a number of different inferences about me, so whether it's uh whether it's to like keep up appearances or to save yourself the trouble of ex- uh explaining something I think there are a lot of good reasons to hide a bit of your personality from people at first
0: that's a that's a pretty good point especially in terms of uh, the instant gratification you were talking about because like you said no matter what you actually believe in and how you define yourself that first thing you say that first thing that gets people atten- gets people's attention is what that is what can be defining you in right. their mind right and that that whole concept of comparing yourself to them and what do they think of what do you think of and how do you both sit on the social scale is so important today definitely totally. and i think a lot of what we we're talking about last episode too in terms of social media and how we can relate back to how people put themselves out on the social realm is a completely different world than what they might actually be right and um that i don't know that dual personality thing can be good or bad depending on how uh you handle that on different social media platforms we won't get much go uh back into that, but, um, that, that whole realm of social media can help you, uh, define your personality
1: sometimes for sure. So let's talk a little bit about why defining yourself is important because, uh, there are a lot of things that people will assume about you and people will definitely behave a certain way towards you if you project this, uh, appearance of yourself. Right. And so how do you, how do you gear that to get the maximum value out of your conversations or all that, all that your interactions, that kind of
0: stuff? Well, I think... Some of it is, is is a little bit biased, especially when you meet a certain person. You tend to gear your personality in a certain way to appeal to them. Right. I don't know if that's a... That I, or personally, I would say that's a bad thing just because you should essentially be yourself in any situation. But it's tough, especially when you're always comparing yourself and trying to put yourself on their level of... I don't know. Whatever it's a it
1: hard is. thing to do because like you're saying, yeah, it's hard to like... It's hard to do that, especially when you're meeting somebody for the first time because you don't want to lead to like an awkward situation where you are like on a totally different wavelength than that person and you don't understand what they're saying. But at the same time, you don't want to try so hard to be like the other person that you lose your own
0: personality in the process, right? Yeah, and it's often a balance of are you trying to be someone more than you are? Exactly, and yeah. you know it's like a—it's almost an insecurity thing at the very base level. Whether it's like you wearing overalls or someone getting their ears pierced or getting a tattoo or all these little things that have a big judgment factor in the social definitely. world, definitely, which is so tough to break out of. Because, like, I have a friend who who wants a, a ton of tattoos, but she'll never get one just because, or I don't I want to—I don't, I don't want to say never get one, <laughs> but. She's, she's afraid to get one just because of the whole stigma around it. And the stigma around several things like that, whether it's earrings, tattoos, certain types of clothing, certain types of music. For sure. Yeah. Society definitely like influences
1: the way that you can, that you have to be not always because they're like mind controlling you, but just because you want to be careful of the vibe that you're giving out to everybody. Oh God. I said vibe on the podcast. (laughs) Who am I? He said vibe. You you might have to do the rest of that. Can we get a vibe check check, please?
0: (laughs) but that okay so can we address a little bit of the solution to that like how do you step away from the whole stigma of whatever you're trying to love and put your emotion into how do you do that and continue to be yourself is there any Have you found any success in that as we said in the first episode fuck
1: the haters (laughs) that's that's all i got no but uh in all seriousness i think that you have to find a balance and like figure out exactly when your first impression matters and when it doesn't because there's there's a lot of this going around where people try so hard to impress people that really are not that important to them in the grand scheme of things. So I understand, you know, like I'm, I'll take my earrings out on my job interviews and stuff like that, but otherwise... Did you, did you actually
0: do that? Yeah, I did. Dang. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> yeah. that's interesting. I didn't do that. I wore them to work though. Dang, okay. And they were all accepting of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, okay. That's pretty good. I think earrings are a little bit like they're, they're going away from the... Uh, the stigma's fading a little bit, I would say. Hey, man, I have to be careful, bro. Yeah. No, no, I <laughs> agree with you. It's, it's, that's one of those things. My portfolio is not good enough to get me hired, so I, I got to come at him from another angle. <laughs> got to get him somehow. <laughs> <laughs> he got him, and he was president. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyways, yeah, I think, I think that just goes back to figuring out what's important and when exactly you have to screen yourself or like censor yourself from other people, basically.
0: I think the when uh, question is pretty important just because in my mind, personality isn't necessarily a permanent thing that sticks with you forever. It's always changing. It's always, it's always uh, um, molding in different times of the year, different times of where you are at in life. Definitely. And so I think setting yourself to one personality and sticking with it for you know a whole year even, I was going to say five years, but even a year, I feel like my personality is changing all the time. I don't know. You're, you're about the same since when I <laughs> met you. <laughs> All right, well, there goes that. <laughs> okay, fine. We can go back to five years. <laughs> um, but my point is, something that defines you now may not define you in another That's in another true. year, in another two years, whenever it might be. So I know I find it tough to, like you are saying, go, going out and trying to be someone that I'm not or trying to impress somebody or trying to make a specific first impression because remember I was telling you the other day, I'm trying to... Even though I try to tell myself to be somebody, I end up being myself anyways. Regardless of ain't that what- deep, bro. <laughs> it just, just happens naturally. Write nationally. that one down in the quotes. <laughs> you have an archive of odd fish quotes. <laughs> yeah, it's the whole podcast. Some- <laughs> it's that valuable. <laughs> no,
1: but um, I heard this. I heard this crazy statistic from my friend's uh, professor, and that's that eighty percent of who you are. Uh, in your four years of college will change, right? So the person you are before college, the person you are in college, and the person you are after college, if you compare those three personalities, only about 20% of it will be consistent and those are your core values. So definitely there's there's no need to get so like hung up over what your personality is right now because like you're saying, obviously, like in a year from now, it's probably not going to be the same.
0: But now I'm all hung up because I'm halfway through college and you're telling me college is the most important part. <laughs> <laughs> 80% of my personality comes from college dude what the fuck am I doing 80% um okay that's that's an interesting point though because why is college a determining factor why is college where everything changes yeah I was just uh, I was just about to
1: talk about that um I think that One step when ahead of
0: you at all times al- bro always always dude. ahead of you <laughs> always
1: yeah I'm aware dude you don't have to bring it up every time no but um
0: what was I gonna say sorry I really fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you're good, you're good, you're good. <laughs> Why is college the the changing period in people's
1: lives? Right, so one thing is when you're kind of selecting your personality and determining who you are, I think the most important way to do that is to just get as much experience as possible, just with different things, meeting different people, getting just a variety of different experiences that allow you to like pick and choose and create this toolbox that lets you determine who you are. And usually, more often than not, the best place to find that is in college, because before college, you're kind, of, uh, you're kind of stuck in a certain mindset. And the same thing happens for, for most people after college when they get into the working environment. But during college, your life is so dynamic and subject to so much change that you're mm-hmm. able to pick up such a variety of experiences that's different uh, from when you came in. And that's what, that's what allows you to change so much of your personality. Or
0: It gives you the option to if you want to. I, that, that's a pretty good point. Just the, having the ability to open your eyes and, and be exposed to more is pretty powerful. Exactly. Um, I don't know. I think just being exposed to m- the more, uh, more people gives you the ability to learn more things, uh, listen to more music or just hear, hear things and see things that you wouldn't necessarily see on a day to day life if you're at work or if you're in the same classroom all the time, which right. is what, you know, the before and after, like you're talking about high school, you're always in the same classroom talking to the same people, and then once you're out of college, you're always in the same workplace and you're doing the same things for the most part. I don't right. want to generalize, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why I th- also think like just, just on
1: a tangent, I think it's super important to like do as much like unfamiliar new things that you can in, uh, in college as possible just because I feel like, uh. If you're if you're not careful, you can lose out on a lot of a uh, lot of opportunities, especially yeah. especially in our own school where so much of it is limited to our own major. It's uh, yeah, it's really easy to just get lost in studio and not not get the kind of full college experience that you're here and you're paying for, right? It's
0: it's it is tough. It's tough to step out of the comfort zone, though. like step out, find time to do things that are not necessarily um uh, in the day to day routine. Um, I don't know how easy it is for other people, but I think it definitely in our school, it's like, all right, here here's my here's my day. I got studio, I got class, and then studio again. Yeah, it's just true. the same routine. But um, I think regardless of how hard it might be or how awkward or um, you know insecure it might feel about stepping out of that box and, and pushing the boundaries and going doing something you'd like or genuinely enjoy and have never really done before, I think it's an important lesson to learn just to go and try that. It can just lead to a lot of personal change. Basically. Exactly, yeah. And... Um you never know how your personality
1: might change like we said at the, at the start so so one more thing when you're defining yourself is you're not just defining yourself you're defining an entire group of people right so um for example when i go skating places people will look at me and think Oh, he's a skater and so who I am and like what my present myself as I'm not a skater. Let me clarify that right now. I'm not a skater. But I
0: was so yeah. ready to say that.
1: <laughs> I'll be the first to tell you that. But when people see me like on my on my board, like riding places, they will assume that I'm a skater and I will be like part of their like visual mental collection of what the image of a
0: skater is. Right. Oh, he'd just be a skater boy. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bad example. Yeah, I'll just say that whenever I'm skating with Pranav, they're always like, oh, yeah, he's skating with Pranav, so he's probably a skater. (laughs) (laughs) They never think of me as the skater. (laughs) I'm dead, bro. (laughs) I think it's true, though, how how people look at you and you can sort of be the defining factor for a group of people or even otherwise. I feel like, can a group of people be a defining factor for you? Can you associate yourself with a group and say that that's part of my personality? what happens uh, whether or not you want it to right um. that's fair that's fair i mean it it can happen consciously whether you join a group and you're sort of part of a club like let's say you're part of a spirit organization or any sort of larger entity you can say that that defines you and those are the people that you yeah vibe with oh, or no, he said it <laughs> or just walk with and you're on the same uh, you know wavelength <laughs> as them and <laughs> what nothing I, I just know what you were going to say um, that can be a defining factor. So I think it can go two ways. Like you can define a certain group and, and be that front runner for them. But I think you can also say that, I here I am, I'm defined by this group and I feel like that is part of my personality. For sure. But um, it, I do think it is important for you to like
1: think about that. Like you are representing this group of people when you're doing things that you would just normally be doing, I guess. Because um, like, for example... If two architecture students get on and like start this really stupid podcast, we don't we don't want people to start assuming negative things oh, of architecture That'd be terrible, students as, uh, as a whole, right? Because we're we're like repping for the UT School of Architecture right now, whether we want to or not. So we gotta we gotta rep. What can I say? I think they'll be okay once we make it famous.
0: Yeah, true. For now, they're like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> this the, these guys really ruining the face of our school right now. <laughs> I don't know if that's that should be, like, the main priority of defining yourself, right? Because you don't want to go... Th- I don't think it's the
1: main priority, but I do think it's something that's often overlooked because we're so focused on ourselves and what people think about us, but we don't always think about what people will assume about another group of people because of
0: us. Okay, no, that's like, fair. Like, you know how,
1: like, you're always kind of, like, getting mad about those Indian guys that are just, like, high <laughs> beasts and wearing Supreme and just talk about, like, Travis Scott and shit like that, <laughs> like... People be out here giving us a certain type of reputation and whether or not we want to be represented that way, that stuff be happening. Sometimes not just be out skating and they be like, <laughs>
0: damn, Rish be like too." Yeah, but exactly. But Rish, don't be like that. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you're saying now. It makes sense. Yes, definitely defining like you are a, a, a sort of trendsetter for certain groups, right. whether you know it or not. Um, so uh keeping that in mind but not letting that defer you from becoming who you are. Exactly. Yeah. Um so let's get into the let's get into the real stuff, bro. Oh How no. do you define yourself? Oh no. Here <laughs> we go.
1: How do he I define there. myself?
0: Okay. Let's paint a Hold on, let's paint a picture, okay? Oh no. Oh, no. Let's paint <laughs> a picture. Let's paint a picture. Right now Pranav is wearing his favorite color, red. He's got his Chicago hat on, classic. He's got his earrings on. He's got his glasses on. This is basically the cover of our podcast, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty spot on. How else do you find yourself?
1: Okay. So, I don't know that I have a p- specific aesthetic or anything that I defer to when I'm trying to uh, define myself. Like, I don't want to be seen as like, oh, it's like Pranav the oboe player, Pranav the architecture <laughs> student, Pranav the, Pranav the fake skater boy. <laughs> I like. I don't want to like defer to any of those things, but instead... I base my aesthetic kind of off memories. So, like, for example, I wear this oh, Chicago... Boy. Yeah. I, I wear this Chicago hat because I wore it all the time in high school. Um, I've got, like... <laughs> I've got my other roommate's flannel that I wear all the time, right? <laughs> like, so much of how That's I define cute. myself is... Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so many of my favorite songs are rooted in, like, experiences that I've had from those songs. And I'm sure everybody can relate to that. But um, rather than... Rather than, like, choosing a specific, like, appearance or vibe to to curate myself Dude, that's three. (laughs) We're at three.
0: (laughs) One episode.
1: (laughs) My aesthetic is mostly based off memories, which does lead to, like, some inconsistencies. Like, you you definitely wouldn't expect the guy coming in to orchestra rehearsal wearing overalls, hoop earrings, (laughs) and fake Yeezys to be there, but... But he is, so it does. It does lead to some inconsistencies, but it's it's special for me, so I enjoy it. We're glad he's there. So now, <laughs> so now, now it's your turn, Mister Black Clay Pit Shirt. How do you define yourself?
0: Damn it! See, the issue here is that we're so alike. So I could just copy and paste what you said and take out the orchestra part and be like, "All right, that's me." I do agree that uh, that is how I define myself, though, in terms of. The overall concept of memories, what experiences I've, uh, you know, experienced, uh, where I've been, uh, what I've gone through, those are sort of the things that I hope defines me, but I think in the in the much more real sense, I think music is one of the bigger things that defines me, and nowadays, just because... I, I talk to people about music a lot, and I let that sort of dictate my dictate my uh, conversations. And That's his move when he's trying to get a girl, <laughs> just, in, just in case you were curious. <laughs> Dude, don't... My secrets.
1: Now they're going to know.
0: Dude! <laughs> Other than that, it's just me trying to follow in the footsteps of my fellow here fake skater boy. You know how it goes. Other than that, um, I think we both... Uh, try to define ourselves with fashion, just trying to do a little bit more than the rest. Um, I don't know if that's just throwing on the overalls or me throwing on funky-ass shoes or something, but... The clay pit shirt. The clay pit shirt. That's (laughs) what... The the clay pit shirt. That's a story for another time, definitely. (laughs) Um, I think... Well, I can talk about uh, tattoos in general. Just uh, The first tattoo I got was uh, when I was 18. I got it to represent my family and just the sort of personal mantra that holds us together. And then the other tattoo I got was very recent and it was sort of a personal reminder um, to stay positive and things like that. So, like I said, personality is sort of a changing thing, uh, like we said before, but tattoos are something that can play along with that and sort of be like, um, here's this point in time and here's what defined me in this period of my life. So that's why I got the tattoos I got. Um, I don't know what else that would be different other than what you said.
1: That's interesting that you say that because I am not the type of person to get a tattoo that represents a certain point in my life. Like if I got a tattoo, it would be like part of the 20% of my personality that I know will be like with me forever. It'll be like
0: it'll be like the graduation album cover or something <laughs> if I get a tattoo. <laughs> graduation album cover on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought when I got my first tattoo. I was like, this is going to be something that I'm going to stay constant with over my entire lifetime. Mm-hmm. And it was it was that kind of a mindset, but then as life went on, I was like, maybe I'll just get one because this is how I feel right now. Gotcha. So, I don't know, differing mindsets, I might go back to that mindset in a while, but Yeah, it makes sense. Um That's yeah, that's another thing though, just mindset and how that can change along with personality because right now you might be you might be hooked on a certain mindset, and you might be hooked on a certain train of thought, whether it's like politically or uh, socially or religious or anything like that it might be right now and you never know how that's going to change i think one other thing that personality can um or what what uh, one other thing that can be defining of your personality is just your general thoughts on things and your outlook on life and uh how you go about responding to certain issues in the world for sure and um i don't know if that's a i don't know if that's a deeper question like religious or, or politically or socially but um those are things that can definitely, like we said, make those first impressions way more drastic than necessary.
1: Definitely, which is one of the reasons why you usually like avoid talking about religion or politics the first time you're meeting someone just because things can get kind of intense really quick because it's a strong part of your personality, a strong part of how you define yourself, right? And uh, yeah, you normally don't want to like
0: have clashing opinions uh, right off the bat when you're meeting somebody. True. That's why I don't know if small talk is so tough just because it's like it feels so surfacial you know you're always talking about the it feels like the dumb stuff that doesn't matter exactly you're but, not you're but you're like a little too afraid to get exactly, into the real stuff. Yeah. yeah but it's important i feel like now that i'm talking about this i understand how important small talk can be just so that i don't yeah. dive into the exact deep stuff um that's a that's a good point Um, Other than that, in terms of us, I think another part of uh, our personality that we haven't really touched a lot on is just the way that we grew up and and the way that we were raised was different. And and that goes back to the whole American uh, melting pot idea that we're talking about, just because, you know, our parents didn't grow up here. uh, Their grandparents didn't grow up here. uh, We were raised in a totally different way than most other people here were raised. For sure. But then again, there's America. And that's that's part of our experience and memories that we use to define
1: our personality. And for some context, Rish and I's parents are both from the same part of India, so we, like, we quite literally were raised in very similar ways. So when he, when he speaks for both of us, like it's not weird or anything. Like That really is how it is.
0: Yeah, so to our, to our, to our siblings that are listening, yeah. um, we're brothers, you don't really matter. Nailed it. Easy. If they even are listening, let's glad be we, real here. Glad we got that out of the way. <laughs> Um, overall, I think personality is just something that comes and goes. You can, it it can define you completely. You can, you can let it make or break who you are. But at the end of the day, it's like a, it's a free flowing thing. I don't think someone should try to stop that or try to be
1: someone they're not. And it's always, it's always interesting to identify what you think your core values are or like have been over the previous amount of time you've been alive (laughs) and,
0: (laughs) and see how that stuff changes. Is it important? Do you think it's important to like, keep track of your progress as a, as personality factors, like, here's what I think right now, but in a, in a few months that might change You think it's important to like monitor that stuff
1: for me personally, it's extremely important because it helps me kind of keep track of myself. So I can understand myself better, but I don't think it's important for everybody.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think it's important just to monitor how your thought process might change or what you think might be the best version of yourself. And then might you know, you might veer off track and you might want to look back at a previous version redone old ever There's exactly like yeah i think yeah it's a good point i think uh <clears throat> the only other part that we do want to touch base on is the fact that where you're from doesn't really necessarily define you who you've who you've met what experiences all these things can define you but we don't want to say that they are your defining right. factors you define you you don't define ever you. don't ever let anyone tell you different <laughs> Yeah, what you put in your Twitter bio does not define you. <laughs> if you put an office quote in the Twitter bio, that does not define you. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't make a single office reference this episode. Well, get him in right now. Boom roasted. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Got him. <laughs> so do you have any experiences
1: with defining your own identity or like stereotypes or anything like that that you'd like to share... Be sure to tweet us at hashtag #oddfish. We we be retweeting, we be liking, sometimes
0: we even be commenting oh, if they're boy. good enough. <laughs> so uh definitely let us know what you think. Uh give us ideas on new episodes or new topics that we could do in the future. Actually, we have a special episode to bring you guys. Oh dude, this week. is this is secret stuff. This it, is dude, I'm you think I should tell him? No, nah, don't tell him. Don't I'm not tell him. Gonna, keep not... keep him waiting. Okay. Now they know there's a secret, but then they're like, "Oh, what is it?" Yeah, you're right. we are mad traffic on this next episode. <laughs> anyways guys thanks for listening we'll catch you on the next uh episode the next very special special episode